live. And we're live. <laughs> uh, I know I'm a total dork. Uh, we have a special, a very special guest today. Not that special. Not only does he look like my older brother. Oh. Ooh, older brother? Bro. Is that hurt? Ouch. Not really. Oh, okay. Uh, without a beard. Um, yeah, we run in a lot of the same worlds, which I love. Uh, we have Eric Foti today. <sighs> oh, wait. We have the <laughs> fake clap thing. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is. I'll do the goat again. There you go. I like it. That's appropriate, right? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that. I've never been called to go, but I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. Uh, local firefighter, paramedic. Yep. Um, business owner. He owns Ivy Envy, co-owns, I guess I should say, right? Uh, which is a local vitamin infusion um, business, which we have frequented many times and we love. So um, we wanted to have him on here and say some smart stuff. But... You warned us that you've been working for 48 hours straight. Yeah, so I'm I'm not feeling super smart today, but okay. I'm sure I can wing it. I think I, I, think, I wing it all the time. Yeah. 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 I think we can get you there. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and get the energy going. All right, I like that. So when you're working a 48-hour shift, let's dive dive down that hole just a bit. Do you get any sleep? A little bit. Depends. A little bit. It's really good sleep, right? Cuz it's like 30 minutes and then <laughs> boom. Uh you know, it, it's obviously dependent on the shift. Yeah. Um you know, we, we predominantly try and sleep between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., but most calls happen in the middle of the night, mm. uh, whether that's, you know, grandma falling out of bed or some kind of medical emergency that they get woken up in the middle of the night. And um, so we, I would say we probably average about four, four hours a night. Okay. Um, you know, I probably could have got more sleep last night, but I'm one of those that if my crew is up, I'm up. Yeah. And we had a really early morning call at 3 a.m. And they transported and everyone else went back to bed. I stayed up because I want them to know that at least someone is staying up for them when they get back to help restock and everything. Mm, that's cool. Um, something that I learned a long time ago uh, from one of my officers. And now that I was in, you know, I'm in that role, uh, I want to, you know, share that same uh, vision, I guess, that was yeah. shared with me a long time ago. Are you, are you in a leadership role there now? Uh, so I am working out of class. So I am a working out of class engineer and a working out of class, well, almost captain. Okay. So I'm finished on my task book. This was my last set uh, okay. before getting cleared. Cool. I've worked in the leadership role before I was a lieutenant for a department for nine years. Okay. But once I switched departments, I had to start all over. So 23 years of fire service, I've worked in most positions with the exception of the chief level. And starting back over again, now I'm working my way back up to that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, how many years you got left? Nine years. Okay. Yep. Nine more years to reach my rule of 80. And, um, you know, we'll kind of see what happens in that nine years. I would like to say that the business is going to afford me the ability to retire early. But at the same time, that comes with a cost. Um, yeah. You know, my pension is amazing. I have wonderful benefits through the fire department. And to lose that is pretty difficult because mm -hmm. then I would... I would definitely have to make that up somehow and pay for it out of pocket where right now myself and my entire family are completely covered a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and my kids until they're 26. So, oh, wow. you know, that's, that's a pretty phenomenal benefit to have and you just don't want to lose it just because you're getting burnt out, you mm -hmm. know, and want to do something else. So I think I can hold on for another nine more years. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's going to be based on how things progress with our department in the nine years and what position I can hold permanently um, cause right now I'm kind of just floating around in those swing up positions, uh, filling the need. Mm -hmm. What's like a normal work schedule. Are you like 48 on 96 off or exactly? Oh, yeah. Wow. We do 48 on 96 off and you know, you can't be touched during those four days off, which is nice. Um, you know, if you make the mistake of answering your phone call <laughs> during your four days off, well, you can pretty much guarantee you're going to be forced back at yeah. that point. So most of us have learn to not answer our phone unless we want to work an overtime shift. Yep. That's a good strategy. I learned that as well. It was like, if you, you get the office number, you see that office number, you're like, Nope, that's going to voicemail. Mm -hmm. Cause I know what's up. Yep. And then the sergeants would get wise and you know, they'd pull up a number you didn't know or like their cell phone <laughs> oh, yeah. number until you learn that. So it's a game, yep. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We went through that as well. There, there was some officers that were using their personal cell phone uh -huh. and uh, that they, they put a stop to that very quickly. So you know, our department has quite a few different numbers attached to it. So we all have them programmed in our phone just to know, <laughs> you know, it's you know, not, it's not to avoid assisting, you know, the citizens or the public, but at the same time, we, we work a lot of hours, 48 yeah. hours is a really long time and we need that break. And if we're doing something outside of the fire service, 
you know, that's always a priority or it can be a priority, especially if you have another business. Um, but you know, there always is overtime. And if you're one of those people that likes to work overtime, there's plenty of it. Um, but you know, it just depends on uh, where you're at in your career and how much you really want to be at the station. Yeah. Are, are there like specific call trends, um, depending on where you work, like what station you're in or even like being in North Idaho, do you get calls different from other places? Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. just being in North Idaho, you're going to have a unique type of response area, you know, with, with all the mountains and lakes and uh, different weather and patterns that we have. Um, you know, we just hired a, a big group. Uh, we hired 13 uh, people and they were from all over, oh. uh, everywhere from California to Florida to Texas, uh, South Dakota. And they were amazed at how diverse our fire department is up here because a lot of these people are especially if you're coming from warmer client climates, you don't deal with any ice rescue stuff, right? You don't deal with any hypothermic calls because their lakes are warm enough where their oceans are warm enough where everything here is, uh, specialized, unique, I should say. So you have to be good at multiple different things, mm. uh, whether it's tech rescue, hazmat, uh, you know, you're just being a paramedic, uh, extrication. It's, it's everything all in one. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, if you ever get the call uh, that I've fallen through the ice, just leave me there, bro, because I'm meant to be there. You're meant to be there? Yeah. I'm yeah, cold, I'm cold, cold plunging, plunging, so cold it's, plunging. I'm good for at least yeah. like five minutes. All right. Good and, to know. Um, so take your time. You want to get coffee on the way? Go get coffee. So we can use you as our training dummy, correct? I would totally be down. We have one coming up. I'm down, dude. All right. Let's make it happen. You want to put? You want to push me to like the edge of hypothermia and see what happens? Let's party. Wow. <laughs> Looks like someone's getting some IVs. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so how'd your husband die again? Well, funny <laughs> story. Yep. Yeah, buddy. So I guess like your the amount of time off that you have uh, leaves the ability for guys like you to have side businesses. Correct. Um, and we definitely want to get into that today because I think your side business is awesome. Thank you. Um, how did you get into that world? Uh, I guess what is it first and how did you get into it? So what we do, so, so we'll start from the beginning. Initially, you know, I've always been one of those that even though I was working for the fire service, I always had part-time jobs. Um, you know, a lot of that was because I needed to, uh, raising a family with four kids is not cheap and I'm really good at making money. I'm really good at working. You know, that's probably one of the qualities that I, I think that I have that is better than most is, uh, you know, my work ethic. So I always gravitated towards having second and third jobs. Even when I was going through paramedic school, I held two other part-time jobs and a full-time position with the fire department. I just thrive on that kind of stuff. So I was invited to start a program out at, um, it's called Gaza Ranch. It's across the lake, uh, kind of an elite members only club for the rich and famous. And really the whole idea behind it was to have paramedics staffed out there so that they didn't have to wait 20 minutes for any emergency services to get out there. Well, I quickly realized that mostly what they wanted us out there for was not necessarily the 911 stuff because that happens so infrequently. It was more or less to be a paramedic in a clinical setting doing IVs for the hangover cures. Oh. And, you know, these, these people come here on vacation. They want to get away from everything. And Gaza Ranch is a perfect place for them because it's, you know, off the radar. If they want to come into town, they can. They still have access to that. Otherwise, all their amenities are out there for them. So they party hard. They play a lot of golf, a lot of pickleball, and just hang out out on the boat. Um, and since they're drinking so much, they want to make sure that they can continue doing that day after day after day. Well, that's where infusions come in and infusions are part of their livelihood all across the country. When you look into these big clubs, they always have infusion services there. But like I said, it's always tailored mostly towards the hangover cure. So once I started doing that, it, it was opening my eyes up into the ability to create a business that was catering to that during the summertime, but mostly on the mobile aspect to events and wedding showers and sports events and things like that. Just something fun to do during the summer. I was never really looking at it as a clinical setting, uh, doing chronic illness type therapies. Um, so once we started going down that road, uh, I obviously needed a medical director. And fortunately for me, while I was working out there, I had met one of the members who was a physician here in Coeur d'Alene. And, uh, I talked to him and said, Hey, this is what I plan on doing. And he goes, Hey, I'm in, uh, let's make this happen. 
but I'm going to do you one better. Why don't you do it inside my aesthetic office? I'll give you a room. You can get your start. You won't pay rent and we'll just see what happens. And so we started going down that road and we're offering some pretty basic therapies in the beginning, all on the lifestyle, everyday person uh, category. And, you know, me and my business partner are sponges of knowledge and we really wanted to see what else was out there. And it also helps when you have people coming in all the time and they say, Hey, you know what? I have this condition that I really want to address. Um, you know, what can you do for cancer? What can you do for Lyme disease? And so it opened up our eyes to other trainings and other things that we could do on the IV, IV realm, uh, but for the chronic illness. And luckily we were able to tie in with a specialist naturopathic physician who is now our medical director. And we started taking his trainings uh, in San Diego, Arizona, and a couple other different places, uh, along with the online stuff. And that's what got us to cross over into the therapeutic side. So I would say probably 70% of what we do now is chronic illness. You know, we still take care of those that are everyday people, healthy, but just want a boost of energy or boost their immune system or cognitive function. Um, but primarily what we're doing is therapies that are designed to, I can't say cure, assist them in dealing with a chronic condition that most times is going to shorten a person's life, mm. uh, especially when you're dealing with cancer. Um, so that's kind of all of it in a nutshell. Uh, we by far are much bigger and better than we ever thought we were going to be. Mm. We thought we were going to keep things pretty simple, but you know, human nature, when you are a, person that drives to do things better and better and better, you're obviously going to go towards what else you can do and what's going to make your business profitable. How many infusions are you guys doing a week? You think? Oh, probably a week where or honestly what? it fluctuates anywhere from 60 to a hundred. Yeah. Um, cause you know, when you're dealing with a lot of chronic conditions, they're coming in two to three times a week, especially right. when you're going the cancer road, um, takes a lot to be boosting their immune system and, dealing with the effects of chemotherapy, if they're currently doing that or radiation or uh, any other thing that they're dealing with. So uh, most everyday people, you're only looking at about one infusion every two weeks to be optimal. But when you're, when we're actually targeting something, you need uh, much more nutrient load. Um, I know I've seen other businesses pop up in town that are the same business, but I feel like you guys are better. And I think it's, it's, it's the way you mix them, right? Is that it's, it's actually a lot of things. So there is nobody that is similar to us. Okay. Uh, and that is an honest statement. You know, I, I know that when you own a business, you like to say that you're better in, in all these different ways than, you know, your competition out there. But the simple fact of the matter is nobody is doing things the way we are, period. Um, and even they are not going to be able to argue that. Uh, the big difference between us and what you see at med spas, drip bars, chiropractors offices, and whoever else is out there doing them is, we cross that line of doing things that they are uncomfortable doing. And most of that is chronic illness. Mm. So these type of places are doing things that are extremely safe where there is very little liability with the exception of how they mix the bags and how they insert the needle. That's where their liability lies. Um, they're not even doing things that really have potassium in it because that's something that you can end up killing somebody with if you're not careful. So that's how we've separated us from everybody else. Uh, that's our niche. Um, and that's what makes us so much better because we have so many more choices. It, it also gives us the ability that even for those everyday person that just want a boost of energy or, or immune support, we are comfortable or we know the parameters to be able to give them as much nutrients as possible without crossing that line. And we have all the science and the research behind it, plus a naturopathic group behind us that has vetted all of these programs or all of these protocols for 20 plus years. Um, that's another thing that really separates us is our protocols are very robust and they're very targeted and they're very safe. So if someone is diagnosed with cancer, uh, you know, they're doing chemo or whatever, like you wouldn't tell them not to do that stuff or would you, but you're also going to supplement with what you guys are doing. Well, we have to be very careful by, uh, giving any medical advice when it comes to cancer. Um, what we're doing is not Western medicine. Um, Western medicine is very powerful. Um, they have a lot of money behind them and obviously they're backed by pharmaceutical industry. So we are extremely careful, not only with our marketing, but also how we talk to our patients. If someone 
is actively pursuing trying to rid themselves of cancer, what we do suggest is they talk with their oncologist, develop a plan, see if their oncologist is willing to speak with us, and then we can put a plan together with them. Because realistically or ideally, if they want to do chemotherapy, we can help with their symptoms associated with chemotherapy because chemotherapy is a poison. It kills even your healthy cells. We can negate some of that, especially when it comes to the, the, the nausea associated with it, the brain fog, the feeling very ill. If we can supplement that with nutrition, then it's going to make their chemotherapy that more effective. Mm. That's cool stuff. I know, uh, well, Kristen's been down this road. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, I've been down a couple different roads. Uh, yeah, not the cancer road, I guess. Yeah, I that. <laughs> not that, no. not that road. Thankfully, yeah. Um, I had like, well, let's say my journey. I started when we first moved here. I'd never even heard of these IV infusions until we moved here, and um, just kind of across the street there was one. Uh, and so I started that. I think we were um, not feeling well or had the flu or something, and then so I went in and got one and that's how I started with that. And then we met you. So I started going into your clinic, which was drastically different as you have just you mean said. you're not sipping champagne. No, and... I'm not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've continued just kind of do to, to like the normal infusions just to feel better or whatever. But recently this, um, last summer, I had some weird stomach bug that would not go away for like three months. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. And then I talked to you and you said, come on in and try this vitamin C therapeutic infusion. And I had it done. And like the next day it was gone and I've, it's never come back. So that was my first experience with like that. That was amazing. Cause I was like, is this thing ever going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. And, um, well, let's, let's pause on that one and, yeah. and unpack that a little bit because, um, it's not like a regular dose of vitamin C. No, oh, yeah. Um, absolutely not. Yeah. Break that down. Cause that's, it's pretty yeah. wild. So orally you can take about 2000 milligrams of vitamin C or actually, excuse me. Yeah. 2000 milligrams of vitamin C. If you do any more than that, and you're going to get an upset stomach diarrhea, um, but your typical dosing that you're getting in any store is around 2,000 milligrams. And even in the packets that you get, it, it's about that too. That's because your stomach cannot handle higher doses, right? But even with that, at 2,000 milligrams, it's an antioxidant. Antioxidants are great for cleaning out your system and ridding you of some things. At 25 grams, which is 25,000 milligrams, it starts to turn to a pro-oxidant. Pro-oxidative is what is designed for more of those chronic illnesses for that. That's what's going to kill cancer cells. Yes, it actually kills cancer cells um, while even healthy ones alone. So anytime that you're turning your system into that pro-oxidative, it's really attacking different viruses and different things throughout your system. But even at that 25 grams, it's still utilizing its antioxidants effects, especially when you add some other nutrients into there. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Once you get up into the 50 grams, then it's completely pro-oxidative, and that's what is normally tailored towards your cancer treatments or Lyme disease. Um, but really, vitamin C has been around forever. Um, it's been one of those go-tos along with zinc to heal you and boost your mm -hmm. immune system and kill different viruses. So it's not any new news. It's just in this country, we're not using it to its full potential because there is pharmaceuticals out there that they are trying to replace with it because vitamin C is so cheap. So, um, yeah, our, the ability to do things through an IV allow us to give much higher doses of vitamin C without messing with your GI system. And that's the big difference. You and you guys have early. a protocol around that. I have oh, absolutely. La lab work done. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So G6 PD test is, you know, we're testing for your enzyme to make sure that you can break down the vitamin C. Vitamin C, um, you know, it can, it can do a lot of damage if you're not producing a certain type of enzyme and start shutting down your organs. Uh, there's only about 1% of the population that does not produce enough of that enzyme. But like I said, we do everything safe. So anytime you get over 10 grams, our policy is you must have a G6PD test done. Simple test, we can do it in the office or you can go to your own primary physician and have them draw it. And all we require is the paperwork to show that you're within certain parameters so that you can handle that higher dose vitamin C. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's very cool. <clears throat> yeah. I, I had no idea that you could do that. It's like, uh, I would have used that a few times in my life and, um, you know, it was amazing what it did for Kristen. So I was impressed. Yeah. What other, um, illnesses or things is it, 
do you guys use it for? I mean, I don't know if you've ever used it for someone who had some stomach issues going on. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's what it's good for is going after viruses. viruses. I mean, when you're looking at stomach issues, there's a lot of amino acids that are going to target um, or dealing with those uh, really high doses of certain amino acids like ornithine, carnitine, um, things of those in that same group. Um, so we do have protocols that are wrapped more towards your GI system. Mm-hmm. Um, but vitamin C, it, it does so many different things because it's a staple of good health. So whether it's cancer, Lyme disease, uh, autoimmune disease, it it is in most of our infusions uh, for that reason, not only for its antioxidant properties and then also its pro-oxidant properties. Um, so we just tailor that infusion towards whatever you're dealing with and we have you know, we can either customize your infusion specifically for you based on your lab work, or we have, you know, protocols that, you know, this is what this type of patient will get. That's so cool. Yeah. I think it's so neat. Um, and the other thing that I just started doing, I've done two sessions, um, or infusions of is the, um, I don't know what you call it, the high dose NAD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've had some cognitive issues and some other, um, kind of health things that have been going on in, for years and we haven't been able to pinpoint what it is and we still can't. But after two of these NAD infusions, this is the first week in years that I've been able to look at a computer screen for more than five minutes or actually think clearly <laughs> yeah. all day long. And so I have two more left and I'm super excited see where that goes. So do you want to talk about NAD a little bit? Oh yeah. NAD great. is a game changer. Yeah. You haven't done it yet. I haven't done he, it yet. He no. needs to do it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's on our list of yeah. like, once she's done, I want to look down, I want to look down and do the high dose. Cause. Yeah. I mean, I, I consider NAD one of those novelty compounds. You know, it's one that does, it does cost a lot of money, uh, but it works extremely well. Um, luckily, um, it does well enough to where people want to keep on paying that kind of money because it costs us a lot as well. But basically what it is, is when you are born, you are born with the highest levels of NAD in your system. And over time, you start uh, not being able to produce as much NAD. And there's a bunch of different things that will assist your body in producing NAD. But essentially, NAD plus converts to NADH, which is what feeds your mitochondria, which is the powerhouse, right? That's what gives you your energy. Uh, but what they found through all kinds of different studies, and, and you know, we won't get into the fine you know, scientific details of all this because it's extremely involved when you start talking about the Krebs cycle and everything. And your listeners don't care about that, but essentially they found out that it's not only improving age management, but it's improving your circadian rhythm. So it's resetting your sleep cycle so that you can get um, better sleep at night. Oh, I've been sleeping so good. Oh yeah, Is sleeping great. I didn't know it helped yep. that. You're going to get a boost of energy. It's going to remove that brain fog. Um, it's got some antioxidant properties to it. Um, it's lengthening your telomeres, which are attached to, you know, your longevity life. Um but so it's this compound that just does so many different things, especially for your cognitive function, that that's why so many people are gravitating towards it. And, you know, even you'll see tons of advertisements for, you know, nasal sprays or pills or any, all these other different routes to get NAD. I, having it done by IV is by far the best because you're getting 100% of it. The problem with NAD is it is a super, I mean, it's a really good methylator. So you have to counteract those methylation properties to it with, you know, some other vitamins. So that's when you start bringing in a lot of the B complexes and folinic acid and, and different things like that, that will balance itself out. And that's something that a lot of companies don't know. So they're just infusing straight NAD. They wonder why their patients don't feel good afterwards. It's because they're causing a methylation issue, which is not good. Some people have that methylation issue their entire life. They just were born with it. It's just part of their genes. Well, now you're causing something that they shouldn't have in the first place. So that's why it really matters who you're getting these infusions from. Some people are just looking at the dollar sign. Hey, I can make this kind of money on this product without looking at what it's actually doing for the client and how they can add other things to it to heighten the effects or make the effects useful for their system. Mm, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was wondering if NAD is being used to um, help with treatment of like Alzheimer's or dementia, it or is. anything like that. Yep. Uh, traumatic brain injuries, Alzheimer's, dementia, they're even using it in addiction clinics at extremely high doses. And when I say extremely high doses, you know, your, your typical is 500 milligrams plus a nutrient bag. 
they're doing a thousand milligrams of NAD every day for 14 days straight. Whoa. It is an eight wow. to 10 hour infusion. And we've even done it before. It is miserable for the patient. Oh yeah. Miserable for the office. And you know, I, I don't like to say that I would never do that for somebody else, but uh, it definitely is tasking, ta ta taxing on your office. Yeah. I'm wondering, um, so what is the mechanism behind that that helps with addiction? And then I also wanted to say that at even the dose that I'm giving, it is kind of an uncomfortable experience. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and, what's it feel like? Um, almost like heavy and achy at first. Um, and mm. they can um, monitor the level, like slow it down or, or quicken the pace or whatever. So um, they do watch and make sure you can sit you know, handle what you're taking in and they slow it down if it's too much. So like that first one, we had to like slow down a yep. bit. Um, and how like long are yours taking? Like you're about two out, hours. Yeah. Somewhere yeah in there. Hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. I went faster the second time. Um, it took about five minutes of that, like achy kind of filling. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to tolerate it and see if it goes away. And it did. I, I breathed through it and then it, then it was comfortable. Huh. Yeah, yeah. with that. Um, it, it is hard to describe, but most people yeah. do say it's it's a heaviness. Um, I know for myself, I get some tingling in my legs. Um, but ultimately, what you're doing is you're exercising your cells. Mm -hmm. So um, it comes from the same family as niacin. So everybody knows what that niacin flush is like. Yeah, yeah. Where you just feel all burny all over. This doesn't have that burny all over feeling, um, but it's still acting with the same power, you know, where your body is just like, Oh my goodness, what is this compound yeah. that's going through me? But it is all dictated by the drip rate too. And one of the most common mistakes that people who are doing NAD make is they're looking more for profits than they are comfortability of their patients. We could care less about that. If it takes you five hours to do that infusion, cool. And you're comfortable the entire time. Perfect. We don't set any time that we have to kick you out the door because everybody is completely different. Um, but one of the most common mistakes is they don't care. And so that is one of the things that you hear from a lot of people that don't want to do that infusion again is last time it was horrible. I yeah. was uncomfortable. It I had a headache. Panic. I felt like yeah. I was going to throw up. <laughs> it was miserable. You can kill people if you infuse NAD too quickly. Um, oh. You can do some pretty major neurological damage if you infuse it too quickly. You are overexciting the mitochondria, which is not something that you want to mess with. So the slower, the better. Um, the golden rule is every hundred milligrams is an hour. Most people can do, you know, a hundred milligrams in 45 minutes. Once you start getting used to it and you start getting into those higher doses, um, you know, that number is going to drop down. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people at their first session, we kind of figure it's going to be about three hours. Um, even though I said, you know, an hour per hundred milligrams, when you start tying in all those other nutrients, it lessens the effects of it not the effects of what it's doing in your body, but the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said before, if, if it takes you longer, it takes you longer, but we just want you to be comfortable. But I would say on average, most people it's taken about two hours and they're comfortable the entire time with the exception of mm -hmm. a little bit of heaviness, which is okay. Um, I've done it extremely quick before, uh, before I learned about what you can and cannot do with NAD. And we used to allow people to race and see how quickly they can oh, get geez. it done. Um, because I, I even fell into that same thing where I was like, you know, I'm going to see how fast I can do it. And a lot of that was spurred by Joe Rogan, yeah. uh, you know, because he says that he can do 500 milligrams in I think 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And yeah, if you're doing NAD a lot, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's probably not going to affect somebody who is doing it all the time because your body gets used to it. But for your average person that is going in for their first infusion, you can do a lot of damage. Yeah. So that's crazy. So, um, let's go back to the addiction. Um, what is the mechanism behind that? That's helping with addiction. Very scientific detailed. And I will be honest with you. I don't have all don't the really answers know. to that, but from what I understand it is lessening the, um, the addiction mindset. So it's it kind is, of resetting, it's resetting kind of uh, like a, certain things in your head, mostly on, you know, neurological obviously, but um, it has something to do with the opiate receptor. And I don't know if it's necessarily blocking that receptor or if it's um, healing it. They might not even know and anyone. Yeah, you know what I mean? We, we, don't, we don't do that at our facility yeah. except for that one, <clears throat> excuse me, that one client that was in dire need. And our medical director looked through everything and said, hey, this is what you need to do for her. Um, 
if we were going to be going down that road and helping more people on that level, then we obviously would do all the research we needed and know every little detail about the mechanism at which mm -hmm. it works at those high doses. Um, but as far as, you know, any kind of neurological issue like traumatic brain injury, um, strokes, anything of that nature, uh, it's basically promoting healing in your brain. Um, it's, it's boosting your ability to heal things that typically don't heal on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all down to, you know, such a small little level working in your brain at things that most of us don't quite understand. Right. What's like the normal treatment protocol? Um, like how many times would someone do the high dose? We suggest anybody do it at least once a year. Um, optimally, you know, our protocol is pretty simple. Uh, you do one infusion per week for four weeks. And then from there, if you want to do some maintenance dosing just to keep your levels up until you want to do the full protocol again, then by all means do that. The easiest thing for us to do is to tell everybody that they have to stay on some kind of regimen because, hey, guess what? That's profitable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you can say you need to do this number of infusions, this amount of time and just keep you coming back and back and back. But that may not be optimal for you. What works for you may not work for me. So I tell everybody, do this protocol and then let us know how you feel. Your body is going to eventually tell you when you need more NAD or you need a, another nutrient infusion or phosphatidylcholine or polyMBA or whatever nutrient that we're using to get you where you want to be. You're going to start sliding back, provided it's not a chronic illness, but you're going to start sliding back and you're going to start feeling sluggish again. You're going to start having that brain fog. You're not going to be as sharp as you were. And that's your time. And it should tell you, hey, I, I think I need some more NAD. So some people are doing it every six months, the full protocol. Some people are waiting an entire year. But in between there, you can always do maintenance dosing where we just add 100 milligrams of NAD into your nutrient bag. And that just keeps you going along. I have this fear that I've, I've had a couple of really good TBIs, even as early as, I don't know. 19 years old, probably. So 20, 20 plus your head on the wall is why concrete. Yeah. yeah concrete. Uh, and then another time in like, I don't know, it was probably 25 or 26 years old. So I have this fear that I've been living in this brain fog. Like I'm not, I have not been living to my highest potential that entire time. And I just don't even know it. So that's what kind of draws seeing Kristen's, um, progress with it. I'm like, Oh man, like that's a draw to me. Like maybe I haven't even, oh, yeah. I don't even know what I'm missing. Oh, I'm the same way, you know, prior to us starting this, you know, my baseline was probably not anywhere near where it's at yeah. right now. Um, but you get so used to feeling good mm -hmm. and you're constantly pushing that envelope to where you forget where you used to be. Mm -hmm. And now you just want to push it even further. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I am fortunate to where I have access to a lot of really cool stuff that I do on a regular basis. And that's what keeps me, me going since I'm such a busy person, mm -hmm. but I know I would not be able to effectively do what I do now five years ago. Mm -hmm. There's, there's just no way I would be tired all the time. I, I would just be miserable. So I have a lot of cheat codes that I use for myself. Um, but people just, you don't want to get complacent of where you used to be in, and you're constantly just looking for that next thing, you know, cause eventually you're going to reach your peak. You just don't know it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, like for me, I mean, I got on testosterone almost a year ago and that was, uh, one of those things that leveled me up. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize how, tired I was and uh, even mental clarity it helped a lot with that a lot of things so that's been huge for me so oh, like, yeah. okay what's what's next like you know we already eat pretty clean I exercise it's like what can I do to dial myself in so that I can be extremely functional because you know we're pretty busy too and it's and I don't want to give that up I want to I want to be able to push that farther and farther absolutely and one of the biggest culprits that you know a lot of people are finally understanding is is hormones are a huge mm -hmm. culprit to how you feel and you know people that's the last thing that people really think about they think oh you know maybe I'm catching a bug or maybe I'm just not eating right or I'm not exercising enough I'm not doing any of these other things but a lot of times it ends up coming back to your hormones are just way out of whack I was in the same position I've been on testosterone for I don't even know anymore, five or six years. And yeah. it was a complete game changer for me. Yeah. But I know that I could do even more, you know, whether that's working out or whether it's in different kinds of infusions or, you know, taking care of some other system in my body uh, with injections or infusions or peptides or anything like that. So I'm always looking for something else that I think needs to improve and trying something out to see if it improves it. And most mm -hmm. times it works. I mean, that's 
kind of the advantage that we have is we don't bring anything in our office that I either have tried myself and now I believe in it or somebody that I trust had said, has said, you know what, this works and here's all the data behind it. You know, we're just, we're adding two more things, wait, one, two, three more things to our infusion line that, you know, I had never even really heard of prior to, you know, last year. Um, but when you start looking at all the data and research and the white papers behind it, it's like, oh, that makes total sense. What is it? I'm curious. Uh, one of them is curcumin. Oh. So curcumin is extremely effective against signs and, or symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. So we're infusing that. And is it, it like uh, a super high dose? I'm, I imagine it's pretty high. Uh, it's not super high dose, but it is just enough to get with those anti-inflammatory. I mean, that's really what it's doing is it's getting your system to uh, not be so inflamed. Now, mm -hmm. granted, it's not going to take care of the actual reason that you have RA. You still need to get to the root of that. But that's a difficult one to, you know, that's a difficult challenge. You know, that takes some time to actually figure out why uh, you have that condition. But if you can at least lessen those symptoms, then most people are pretty comfortable. And then it's just a matter of time before they can find the root cause. Mm -hmm. uh, another one is that we just brought in and we've actually been doing for about two months now is phosphatidylcholine. Um, trait, you know, the actual name is Plaquex, but it's been around since the 50s. So it's a perfect example of something that is completely safe that has been used over and over and over again over all these years for removing plaque from your arteries along with giving your, giving your system the ability to detox from, from mold toxicity along with some other different things, but yet nobody's really ever heard of it because, yeah. you know, no one has put a patent on it and made, you know, $500,000 in infusion on it. So we just started bringing that in and mostly our, uh, like I said, treating is something I'm not supposed to say, but we are infusing people that are suffering from mold toxicity along with high doses of glutathione, which is a really good antioxidant. So we're priming your system so that glutathione can remove that mold from your system. How would they know if they had mold in their system? Mold is a tough one. Um, you know, that is a big questionnaire that you end up having with our medical director along with some lab work. Uh, there's some specific lab values that will tell inflammation markers and everything kind of ties in, you know, to this pathway to say, you know what, we've decided this looks like mold toxic toxicity as opposed to Lyme disease or as opposed to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, that is something that we always refer to our medical director and he finds that path to find that solution. That's cool. Yep. Hey. Oh yeah. He's got some good stuff, stuff man. Oh, Are you stuff, doing, man. um, uh, we just, uh, peptides. Is that a thing? We now? do peptides. Yeah. However, uh, <laughs> the most recent update as of today, um, it does not look like peptides will be available for that much longer. Oh no. Thank you FDA. Oh, right now it is. That is exactly the reason. Um, unfortunately <sighs> the FDA has decided that they want complete control over peptides. Of course they do. That way they can charge whatever price they want to. And so there often. is compounding yeah. pharmacies currently getting cease and desist orders and not being able to do it. So how will <laughs> someone be able to, I mean, is it just going to be like not possible to get, or is it going to be like, how, how will you get peptides? What's going to happen is you, people are going to have to seek out these companies who are doing it in laboratories that are not FDA approved. So you have no idea where it's coming from. Oh, gosh. And there is a huge risk to that. Even the peptides that we carry, the only reason that we carry them and we trust them is because we have a local pharmacy source them and compound them for us. So we trust it. It requires a prescription. So we have legally it's done right. Um, but people can go online and order whatever peptide they want to. But you have no idea if it's even a peptide mm -hmm. or where it's coming from. So because of the popularity of peptides and the efficacy, how well they work, all the benefits that they have. Um, anytime you have a compound that is doing that well, you're going to have government try and control it. And that's exactly what's happening with peptides. That's infuriating. It is. It is because we've seen a number of different things uh, fall into that new classification and uh, they've just taken them away. Any risk to like NAD or anything like that coming up on a list like that? Um, so we thought there was going to be uh, was two years ago, they ended up taking it from a so there's 503 and 503B compounding pharmacies, and the big difference is 503A does uh, patient-specific-only compounding. So in order for me to get a vial of NAD, I have to attach a name to it. This is a prescription for so-and-so. 
503B is mass production. Um, it is office use orders. So I can order any amount of vials of NAD that I want to, and I never have to attach a name to it. But once it's in my office, I can dictate what patients get that, right? Uh, about two years ago, they decided that it can no longer fall under, under the 503B guidelines. And now it is 503A. And that was their first attack on NAD. So now we have to attach a name to every vial we get. And once it's in our office, we do what we need to do with it. But that's usually the first attack that you see is switching it from that to the 503A. And, and we're seeing kind of that, you know, with things like carnitine, which is a really good amino acid. It's now fallen under that. Um, selenium, another one that, you know, last year they did the same thing too. These are all nutrients. These are all compounds. These are all amino acids that should not have, they should definitely have some safety factors in there, making sure that they're produced appropriately, safely, but to actually be pulling them from the market so that someone can profit more on it is just ridiculous. Seriously question the motives of the uh, FDA there. Well, yeah. That nonsense going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not in their realm. I just know how they affect businesses like ours that are just trying to help people. Mm -hmm. um, that's the biggest problem that I have is when I start seeing things that are either being targeted or removed completely that have a proven track record of curing people or helping people, um, but yet we can no longer access it. You know, it's the same thing with mistletoe. You know, mistletoe, uh, you can no longer compound it in the United States. You just can't get it. So um, what a lot of physicians, naturopaths have done or offices is they're ordering it from Germany and it's being used as off-label. Well, anytime that you say something is off-label, it means you can pretty much do what you want with it. A physician can do what he wants with it. Um, but that's a pain in the butt when you're having to order things from European countries who are mass producing it and using it and, um, believe in it. And you're just seeing that more and more often as you're having to import things. Now, once they shut off that import, your import right. rights, then, you know, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. What other, um, standard infusions are you guys doing? We didn't really, I guess, get into that. Like what are the normal, like what do most people come in for? It just depends. You know, it's going to go by season. So right now we're in that season where everybody's getting sick, uh, cold and flu. So we're seeing a lot of, you know, what we call our defender that has 10 grams of vitamin C along with selenium, B-complex, and a bunch of other different nutrients. Um, but if you have your G6PD test, you can get, you know, our mega C antiviral that is just packed with 25 grams of vitamin C plus, I think, 10 other different nutrients in it. So those are those are what we see a lot right now during this season, along with vitamin D injections. Um, but like I said, 60 to 70% of our clientele is dealing with some kind of chronic illness, uh, whether that's cancer, Lyme disease, uh, any kind of gastrointestinal issue. Um, so, and, and their infusions are tailored more specifically towards them. Um, even if we have a name for that infusion, it still was designed for someone with that condition. And then if their blood work comes back and, they, and says that, you know, they're high on potassium or low on potassium, then we can make modifications to the infusion after medical director approval. So how does somebody get started? Um, so say someone's listening to this and how would they get started? Um, not just to come in for like the defender or whatever, like if they're having some issues and they. Like, sort a, of, like a chronic illness. Yeah, like a chronic illness or yeah. How would they get started with you guys? Really easy. Um, you know, first do your research, make it, make sure it's something that you are willing to invest into, um, and come talk to us, uh, give our office a call, uh, let them know that you want to talk to me. I am really good at making time for anybody. You're not getting charged for a consult. It's just me and you talking and we're going to try and figure out the best way to handle your situation. If your chronic condition is beyond my scope of being able to deal with it in the office right then and there, you'll be referred to our medical director and that guy will figure out a plan for you. If your physician is concerned about what you're going to be doing through us, let's all get together and talk about it. We are extremely transparent with what we do. We love working with other physicians, especially other naturopaths, and we already work with quite a few of them within the area. A lot of our chronic conditions are coming from referrals from naturopathic physicians or actually Western medicine physicians. We're seeing more and more of that happen. Uh, we're even getting referrals from oncologists now, uh, which is very promising. Yeah. So um, we are not your traditional physician office where you call up and you can't get an appointment, even just to talk to somebody for months. That's not how we work. Um, 
you know, we, we may get done with this podcast and I might get a phone call, say, Hey, this person wants to talk to you. Well, I'm giving them a call on my way home. Yeah. Um, that's how easy we make it. So, um, if you are suffering from anything, anything, just, just reach out, talk to me. Our, our front office staff is really knowledgeable. Um, our nurses are extremely knowledgeable and really good with IVs cause I trained them mm-hmm. uh, and I have extremely high standards. Um, the one thing that we really pride ourselves in is dealing with those very difficult IVs, those IV sticks. Um, we have ultrasound for that reason. Um, and we deal with it a lot. We have a lot of clients say, Hey, you know what? I really need to have this done, but nobody can get an IV in me. Well, guess what? Come see me. Yeah. You know, come see me. I mean, I've been, I've been in the fire service for 23 years. I've been stabbing a lot of people with <laughs> IVs in emergency situations with, with hardly any light and a moving ambulance. You know, if I can't get you the traditional method, I'm going to break out my ultrasound and I'm going to find one and I'm going to guide it in with ultrasound. That's another thing that makes us vastly different than anybody else. We also have the ability to access ports, which is something no one else does. Uh, we have nurses that are trained. I'm even trained on accessing ports. I don't know what's um, that. A port is an implanted device. Uh, oh. So when you have really crappy veins or you're doing chemotherapy and doing infusions a lot, typically you'll have an implanted device that runs right to your vein, right next to your heart in simple terms. And we have devices that we just puncture the skin right over it, tape it down, and we infuse you through there. Huh. That's cool. So the biggest thing with that is you just have to make sure that you have really good sterile techniques. And uh, a lot of our nurses are coming from the emergency room world. Uh, some of them still work at the local hospital, either in the ICU or the cath lab. So uh, we only hire ones that are very familiar with how to deal with veins, period. I can attest to that because I'm not an easy folk. You're so not that bad. I'm not that bad, no. but I, I, I... I've seen many person fail. Yeah, uh, yeah I've been bruised all up and down and oh, yeah. multiple pokes at a time, but I don't run into that. You have IV to love MD, so. doing IVs yeah. to be good at it. <laughs> you really do. It, it is, it's an art form. And if you don't enjoy it, then you're going to be horrible at it. I've always wanted to try, to be honest with you. <clears throat> Next time I come in, can I yeah. try myself? You can do it on me. Oh, beautiful, dude. Yeah. I've seen it done mind. hundreds of times, so I'm pretty sure I can do it. Oh yeah. He should have been in the medical field. He was obsessed with this I kind do. of stuff. That stuff. One yeah. time I had a, um, <laughs> a, a, a like, a fibrous cyst removed from like right above my um, butt, I guess, on my back, and the stitch popped. Mm-hmm. And he had a he had a surgical stapler. I had a and, surgical stapler, right. and the re- the story behind that is odd, I guess. But uh, I had one, and, and I was like, he was like, "Please, come on, please let me staple this." And I was like, <laughs> "Hell no!" He begged and begged, and begged. Yeah, it didn't happen. But uh, she uh, I did. I used it on my cat one time yeah. who got into a fight with a raccoon and got its neck tore open. So I did get to use it. That cat was not happy, but, but it saved its life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, That's awesome. So if you ever need any stapling done, dude. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you have like a it. surgical No, but I've got a regular one. Okay. I think it's pretty much the same thing. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, What's the best way uh, contact info? Are you guys on the socials? We are as well. We are. So our website is www.ivnv-cda.com. Okay. Um, all of our social is tied to IVNVCDA, uh, both on Facebook and Instagram. Punch that in, it'll take you right to us. Um, we'll put all the links in the yeah, description. Yeah, we'll put all well, the links in there. So. Uh, okay. if, if you need them, just yep. let me know. Yeah, I'll get them from you. Um, yeah, we. We have a great marketing team behind us that uh, puts out a lot of really good information on our social uh, and also news- newsletters. So if you just want to know what we're doing on a weekly basis, pop on our website and at least sign up for our newsletter. We we pump out some really good information. It's not just your generic newsletters that you end up just sending to your spam mail. Spam mail. It's informational. Um, also just started doing a lot of informational videos that um, you guys have probably seen on yep. Instagram. Uh, those are all going to be transferred over to our website. So we end up having a library of it. Um, cause we just got started. I think I just did my third or fourth one. I don't really remember. Uh, but that's going to be a every few week thing that we just keep on pumping those out. And it's all going to be geared towards educating, um, our potential clients and our current clients. That's so good because if you like, you know, Google things and it's like, you never know what you're going to get. Oh, there's so much information. Yeah. Out so there. to yep. have a resource for that kind of information is Absolutely. really great. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I trust your knowledge on that, and we can attest to it. Both of us have. Been I'm just there, a so. dumb. I'm just a dumb fire medic. Sure. Yeah, right. I, you know, I, I joke around that if if I could go back prior to the fire service, I I should have been a physician. I should have been a naturopathic physician. Yeah. Um, I'm too old to be able to do something like that. Now, I actually looked into it and went. You know, I can't spend um, the next nine years right. uh, trying to finish school and and you know having those kind of bills. But I, I've definitely found a love for things way beyond than the emergency services and really getting into chronic illnesses and how to effectively deal with them. Uh, it's become a passion of mine nice. more than just, you know, being a dumb fireman medic. I mean, I love that side as well. And I'm, I feel that I'm really good as a medic. I, I love dealing with patients. Uh, I, I love just being next to a little old granny and holding her hand while I take her down to the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, but this is a little bit more fulfilling because now I'm, looking at the long-term care of these people mm -hmm. and I'm watching them recover from a lot of things that they were told, uh, just wasn't going to happen. Um, especially when you look at cancer, you know, we have quite a few of them that are in remission and they were told they were, you know, had six months to live. It's just been phenomenal. What, what we've been able to do along with some other things that they're doing in their life to assist with ridding themselves of cancer. And, you know, a lot of those are also attributed to Western medicine because the vast majority of our cancer clients are doing Western medicine. We're just giving them the building blocks behind to stay healthy while doing chemotherapy so that they can, you know, eat every day and not have the nausea and keep their immune system strong. So they're not being attacked by all these viruses going around. You know, I'm not, I will never tell anybody that they need to get rid of Western medicine and just solely rely on, you know, the therapies that we offer. A lot of them work so synergistically together, but some of them, if you're only just doing one is so hard on your system that if you don't have that nutrient support, it can damage you even further. Mm -hmm. oh, that's good stuff, dude. Is good stuff. I love talking mm -hmm. about this stuff. We talk about it all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, um, You've been up for 48 hours almost. Are you going to go sleep or are you? No. No. Just keep going. No. Back go, to work. Go, go back, back to the work. office. <laughs> go back to the office. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you for your time. Oh, Appreciate absolutely. It. Yeah, we'll drop all yeah. the links in there. Yeah. And um, man, good stuff. I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. We got absolutely. more things coming too. Ooh. Like I said, I just talked to my medical director today and we have some really cool stuff that we're going to be bringing in and Sweet. a lot of more educational things. And yeah, I mean, we're not stopping anytime soon. You know, we're the best for a reason and we want to continue being the best. Well, I love it. And I'm thankful for you guys because you've helped me out a lot and more to come. And we love seeing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks, Eric. Oh, yeah.